Hello, everyone. This is Mick Pletcher from the PowerShell News Podcast, and we're broadcasting live today from Chattanooga, PowerShell on the River. Co-host uh, Harjit is here. Harjit? Hello. Hey. This is good. This is good. Chattanooga, huh? Yeah, it's uh, had, had a little bit of rain down here at starting the day, but I got down here from Nashville uh, early this morning, and it's actually turned out to be a great day. How many, how many people are there, actually? How many, how many are attending? So there, there's about 70 to between 70 and 100. Oh, so okay. it's That's too bad. Yeah, it, it, they've actually had a, a, a good turnout this year, even better than last year. You know, last year was their first uh, time here and more attendees this year. And I think I think they actually have more speakers, too. So what's uh, what's the big, uh, big hits in uh, PowerShell in this conference? So uh, one of the really big hits has definitely been uh, Amazon. They're here, and I heard that they are uh, having some big news releases this time, this week. And so, yeah, that's been a big one. And uh, there's been some uh, 101 sessions here and a lot of really good content. So Amazon's going prime time, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then another big one is, is and actually we were doing another podcast earlier and I announced on that one, we're going to start um, in Nashville. I'm uh, converting the PowerShell user group up there and we're going to start doing, um, taking Don Jones's book, The Month of Lunches and using it in the context of a month of classes. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. That's a great thing you're doing. I'll, I'll have to come and join you sometime. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what I want to do is I want to kind of get it started off the ground. I, I'm, it's not going to be online at first because I want to, you know, it, it's going to be kind of experimenting here first, the first two or three months of doing it. And I'm planning on, I think we're going to schedule for October starting it. So probably um, right now I got a schedule that it's probably going to be um, twice a week for four weeks. That gives people, you know, eight, uh, four hours a week, total 16 hours of PowerShell training that, hey, it's free. It's phrase good. Yeah, it's a good community service too. It's yeah. awesome. And I mean, we know, you know, Don Jones's book, Month of Lunches, is fantastic. And I thought we could take it to the next level, you know, using it, his book in the same, uh, in these classes. Cause some people right. just need a class. You know, they, they, they can't learn on them, their own. Well, they can, but they learn better by being right, taught right, right. Uh, right. And, and having people to ask questions. And that's where I thought we'll take it to the next level. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. And um, and with and with you know guidance from Don and his uh, expertise and his you know he's a good community guy as well and you know he's a good mentor. Oh, so absolutely! It's a great all around. So, anyways, so looks like we have a, a special show today from Chattanooga, and with us today looks like we have a special guest from Amazon. You want to go ahead and do the introduction? Sure. This is Steve Roberts. He deals with Amazon AWS, and uh, he's had a session here today, and uh, good to have you on our episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome. So uh, when did you get into uh, Chattanooga? Uh, I flew in on Thursday um, and walked out of the airport into a a wall of heat um, (laughs) based in Seattle. Um, It was warm there, but not this warm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's been great. Nice. All right. All right. Don't, don't, let, uh, let our listeners know what you do and stuff at Amazon. And Yeah, so uh, I've been at AWS now for about eight and a half years. And uh, up until around November last year, uh, I was actually a developer working on our uh, working on the team responsible for our .NET tools. So our SDK for .NET, our toolkit for Visual Studio, our tools for PowerShell. So I co-created those back in 2012. 
TFS VSTS or Azure DevOps as it is now integration and got a hand in the, the VS Code extension that we launched, you know, the last year or so. So yeah, so oh, in November, um, I switched over to a technical evangelism role um, with a specialism sort of in those toolings and technologies. So, so you're oh. basically going to be helping people transition, I'm assuming on the PowerShell side. Um, no, just .NET in general, .NET oh. PowerShell, yeah. So I go around talking at the conferences, uh, meetups, user groups, you know, whoever wants to, to listen to me talk is great, um, about the .NET technologies and tools at AWS and the services, you know, where .NET's involved, so, you know, deployment services, serverless, okay. like, okay. et cetera, yeah. That's and you're based, are you based in Seattle? Yeah, I'm based in Seattle, yeah. Okay. okay. Kind of equivalent to British weather, so I feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, next time we're in town, you got to give us a tour of the uh, of the spheres. Oh, yeah, sure. You just hit me up. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So, so what what are you doing in uh, Chattanooga? What are you talking about this week? Uh, this so weekend. This morning, I presented a session on uh, resource configuration and management with PowerShell. So it was basically went from here are the tools for PowerShell that we've had since 2012 that we've you know, been working on and growing over the years. How to use those to script and build infrastructure on AWS like an IIS web server fleet, for example, in a, in a private network. Um, then once you've got that fleet at scale, right, um, how to manage it, both in the cloud or on-prem. Um, and then, you know, ended up with, okay, we have this fleet running. Uh, we have applications on the fleet um, of, you know, compute VM instances, EC2 as we call it. Something goes wrong, the applications are writing log files, but who's actually looking at the log files, right? And so, you know, then a, a piece of serverless PowerShell that just was being triggered every time a log write happened, and it's looking for a little message like, you know, help me, I've fallen over or something, and then sending off an alert, you know, through a subscribed topic um, to whoever was interested. So I presented that this morning. Um, yeah, it's fun. Oh, well, I think, I think. That's a great session. Nice. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that's actually what I use PowerShell a lot for now, using, I use Microsoft Orchestrator and use it to monitor log files. Yeah, my colleague Andrew Pierce is here as well, and uh, he's just presented a session on DSC and systems management and the enhancements we've made there to have it run at you know at Amazon scale um, mm -hmm. internally. So yeah, it was just, I just come from that session; it was really good. Nice. So, any major announcements um, from uh, Amazon? Oh yes, we had one this week <laughs> that I'm <laughs> excited about. So um, yeah, so we launched our Tools for PowerShell module um, back in 2012. Right, um, I was part of the, the team that worked on that, and I think at the time we launched it, I put in my session this morning. We had about 550 commandlets. It was about 20 services, but over the years, you know, it's grown. Right, it, the, the growth has just exploded, and we're now at about 5,900 and some odd commandlets. Wow! Um, oh two God. modules. So we have two modules. One for Windows PowerShell that supports PowerShell version two or higher. Mm -hmm. uh, we also support a PowerShell core module, PowerShell six module. That's obviously PowerShell 3 or higher on Windows or Mac and Linux. Um, and they're both identical. They both contain almost 6,000 commandlets. I mean, basically, it's the surface programming area of AWS. If you can write it in, a, in code in SDK, you can pretty much do it in PowerShell. But we run into some growth problems with that, right? 6,000 commandlets or almost 6,000 commandlets and still growing in a single module. Um, it's hard to manage, right? Um, we've actually managed to... Uh, break publishing to the PowerShell gallery a couple of times because there were <laughs> some limitations in the, the manifest in how many commandlets you could list. So for a while, you know, we've, we've not supported tab expansion of the commandlet names. Mm -hmm. We had to revert to just saying wildcard export and you have to explicitly import the module. And on my Windows PowerShell shells and my PowerShell core shells, it was taking over 20 seconds to load those modules. 
a while. Right. So um, we've, for a little while now, we've been talking about okay, let's let's see, can we refactor this so that we have per service PowerShell modules? Um, so the team, the dev team back in Seattle, a fantastic job. And on Thursday evening, they pushed the release as preview. It's in preview right now um, to the PowerShell gallery. Um, there are 170 odd modules. Um, they have a slightly different name, aws.tools. and then the service name. So if you're using EC2, for example, aws.tools.ec2, mm -hmm. um, and there's a common shared module that they all they all depend on. Um, and it's just awesome because now you know I don't have to have a single module with 6,000 commandlets on. If I'm only working with one or two services, I just have those modules installed. Now I have them all installed, but when I load my shell, my shell load time now has gone from you know, all my shell did when it loaded was import the module, set my credentials, and set my region for mm -hmm. my shell scope. My shell load time okay. has now gone from 20 <clears throat> 25 plus seconds to between one and two seconds. That's huge. And all I did was take out the import module. Um, the other big news with that release is, and again, this is it's in preview, um, for years we have not supported, or we wanted to support, but we haven't had mandatory parameter attribution um, mm -hmm. for various reasons. And we, you know, we want to be careful to make sure that the models that we generate from, because we generate these commandlets, right? We don't write them by hand. I think out of nearly 6,000 commandlets, I think last time I looked, maybe less than 20 were actually hand-maintained. Oh, wow. Um, so. We have these service models that get fed into this generation process. Mm -hmm. The commandlets are spat out the back end. And we've not supported managed parameter attribution, which is a big feature of the PowerShell experience. Right? Sure. Um, so the team decided in the preview to turn this on. Um, so, yeah, we've simultaneously, or they simultaneously have improved the load experience, <laughs> the usage experience, you know, and we we now have managed guidance you know, for users, uh, which is, you know, in my opinion, has been lacking for a few years. We've, we wanted to do it. But when you have that large a surface area, um, especially because these modules or the, the Windows PowerShell one is pre-installed on all Amazon EC2 instances or images, um, you know, if there's a script running on there that we get a, a wrong model, you can you can imagine the blast radius, right? So we needed to be careful, but I'm hugely encouraged that you know we've taken that step and we've released that to the gallery. Um, there is a news blog post. If you go to the AWS news blog. Uh, there's a post by me about the release, and there are links there to the team's GitHub repo. These tools aren't open source yet, but, but we do have an issues re repo um, where you can go and you know, give us that feedback. Do you like it? Um, do you have any issues with the managed parameters, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, it was, it was a great release. We were very, very excited Thursday evening, very distracted in the in the bar as, as the release was rolling out. <laughs> sure, I can imagine. So I have, yeah, so I have one great. I have one question about the uh, about your module. So I know Microsoft. One of the things I always tell people with PowerShell is, make sure you update your help data. Do you all update your help file with the the module a lot? Yes. So we generate help um, as part of the code gen process. Mm -hmm. Basically, that help comes from the service model. So the okay, way, the way it works, we you know, we take the service model, we generate the .NET SDK from AWS, so the SDKs, mm -hmm. and then we generate the PowerShell command. So the help just flows through ah. the same process. But we also maintain, as part of that, a help reference on the web. So under the AWS documentation hub, mm -hmm. if you go to the Tools of PowerShell page, there is a, a reference of all the commandlets across all the services, and that will tell you, you know, for any given commandlet, which modules it's in. Right now, it's in the two net, mm -hmm. the two monolithic modules plus the per service one. Um, new services over time, who knows where they'll go? But sure. Yeah, that'll, that'll give you which, which module. It's pretty much get help, but on the web, nicely mm -hmm. formatted and you 
et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and the only reason I'm asking this because I know that's one of the things when I teach PowerShell to beginners, make sure you learn update-help. <laughs> yeah, we don't do update-help as such, so because we release pretty frequently, mm -hmm. uh, usually within a, you know every other week or something. Oh, wow. Releasing, um, we just stamp new help into the modules as it comes out. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, as we as part of that release process, you know, we update the web reference as well. So how do how can one find the resources and and you know whether it's a blog post or things like that, or even try to reach you or find you for these things that you have talked about? Um, so on well, there are a couple of places you can go actually. So on the the main AWS site, awsamazon.com, if you do slash net, mm -hmm. that will take you to the .net homepage, which is okay. on AWS. So there's some step-by-step -step guides on there. There's for you know our SDK and, and PowerShell um, code samples, snippets, etc., videos. Um, so that's one resource. Uh, the other one that we have is the team maintains a centralized GitHub repo with links to all of our other open source .NET and PowerShell repos. So that is github.com slash AWS slash .NET DOTNet. Um, if you go there, uh, that will actually take you to the SDK's repo, all of our Lambda tooling repos, et, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and the all-important PowerShell tools issue repo, um, where you can give us feedback on this you know, preview release, uh, or raise an issue generally. Nice. And Chris, I want to make, uh, I want to uh, also um, let for people, because we do get some here that are brand new to PowerShell, so I also want to let you know that if you're wondering why we're constantly talking about .NET, for, for people that are new to PowerShell, PowerShell is based off of .NET. That's right. So uh, just if, if you were kind of confused on why we were talking about that, that that is the, um, that's the why. Yeah, in fact, our PowerShell modules under the hood use our SDK for .NET. Okay. So it does all the work. I mean, if you're a C-sharp coder, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're working with C-sharp classes, you don't concern yourself with I'm calling a, a REST endpoint for this, or I'm giving an XML payload or a JSON payload, or mm -hmm. where are the parameters going and headers or body. Uh, the SDK takes care of all that abstraction, and then we build the PowerShell tools on top of that. Um, so when, wherever the SDK goes, the PowerShell tools go. Interesting. Fantastic. Yes. So, all right. So are you, are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter, yeah. Uh, my Twitter handle is uh, Bellevue Steve. Um, B E L L E V U E Steve. Um, um, you can also find me on the uh, AWS home site. If you go to the developer community and you trace through there, eventually you will find the technical evangelist homepage where we're all listed via our bios and mm -hmm. you can reach us from there. Nice. And I'm, I take it you're also on LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know if it's Steve or Steve Roberts, Stephen Roberts, but I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? Where are you heading to next? Where, what's your next, next uh, event? Next week I have an internal conference, so I'm heading to Vegas on Monday. So I have a day oh. in Chattanooga. I've got to go and find something to do. I did bring my camera with me, so you know, um, I've heard that Ruby Falls is good, so I'll probably go and check that out. And, uh, one of the, one of the uh, conference attendees has been very kind enough to give us a lift from the hotel to the venue and back, and so he's been pointing out sites as we've been going. So you know. I have a few things to go and check out tomorrow before I need to fly to Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Are you are you coming back to uh, Tennessee for uh, a DevOps uh, conference? Well, I'm seriously. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I've, I haven't made any plans for next year yet. Um, I haven't usually know where I'm going to be from one month to the next. To be quite honest, um, I've discovered that being an evangelist, 
is 99% calendar management and 1% actually giving talks. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's so, right. So, you know, I have, to, I have to go figure out where I'm supposed to be at any given time. But yeah, I would like to come, certainly. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's only two blocks from my office so oh, in Nashville because that's where I'm from. I'm from Nashville and Harjit's from Vermont. So I'll make you a yeah. deal. If you come to Seattle and I take you around the stairs, you can show me the sites in Nashville. Absolutely. Right, there we go. Yep. Yeah, so uh, the DevOps uh, conference is, uh, when's that again, Mick, just later this year? Uh, the DevOps September. conference uh, is actually in 2020, and it's going to be in October. October, okay, right, 2020 October, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then, then, we, then there's the, uh, the, the full, the big uh, PowerShell and DevOps conference in uh, Redmond as well. Yes. Right, Bellevue, I yeah, think. Bellevue, yeah. And that one is going to be in April 28th starting. Right, so April and October. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's great. A lot of good stuff. And it's a really good month to visit Bellevue. Oh, it is. The cherry blossoms there. Well, it's really nice. We'll be there in March and probably be there again in April. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's been great having you, Steve. Um, and uh, I think that's all we had for, for today. And we can... Yeah, we'll end it here. So thanks for thanks for being on the show and talking to us. And we'll definitely uh, you know, get in touch with you again and uh, down the road and uh, probably talk about more uh, Amazon stuff. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. Thanks. Absolutely. All right. So until next time, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Hodja Dalawal. You'll find me on Twitter as at Hooch, H-O-O-R-G-E. And I'm Mick Pletcher, and you'll find me on Twitter at Mick Pletcher. And it's been a great episode. Till next cheers, time. Cheers. cheers.